thank you for listening to Zero Brightness. If you'd like to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash zero brightness. You can also find and interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. All the relevant links are at zerobrightness.com. We'll see you out there. Well, okay, so yeah. Coleslaw, I think we we need to start over. Can you tell everyone your number one favorite 9-11 fact? <laughs> Is that Seth MacFarlane should have been on the second plane. Right, right. And then what's number? What's your number two favorite 9-11 fact? No. A thing that you actually have, apparently, that I learned today. Number two I learned today. <laughs> it's James Cameron was underwater. <laughs> Looking at the real Titanic with 9-11. <laughs> yeah, so... When- <laughs> so I was just having my life changed by, like, racism and James Cameron was looking at the Titanic and you were just yeah. collecting facts over there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I was, like, I was, like, crouching around like Carrie the Spy. What? With my <laughs> collecting facts. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, oh well, welcome, welcome back to the show, Coleslaw. <laughs> welcome back to the show, Vincent. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you both for being here. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> never, never forget. <laughs> well, the reason that we're all here talking today is that I can't never forget um, <laughs> this game we played called The Quarry, um, yeah. which is a game that allegedly, <laughs> Vincent, you like, right? You like, <laughs> you like this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's Pride Month. I'm coming out. I do enjoy <laughs> The Quarry. <laughs> And until dawn, I, I will not live in shame anymore about my truth. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, well, yeah, here's the thing. We, uh, we love that for you. But I'm also just, I'm really confused because, so super massive games. I just like, I support it, but I think it's a little weird. You know, I'm not totally comfortable. <laughs> Oh, wow. I, I understand. As long as long as as long as I do it in the in the privacy of my own home, oh, yeah, you can do it. But I just like, don't want to hear about it. You know, <laughs> so you don't want to be on a podcast about it. <laughs> You're don't oh, ask, don't telling Sid about about these games. Jesus Christ! Yeah, this is the worst Pride Month ever. No. <laughs> Um, no, no, we, uh, we love it. Um, but so, so super massive games. They're the company, they make these games. They're like interactive movies. Um, on this show, we covered, um, Man of Medan, which Monica, you played a little bit of. Yeah. Um, and I played a little bit more of. Um, Vincent, did you play that one? I did not. Um, okay. I've seen videos like on and off about uh, yeah about some of the gameplay, but I've never played it myself. Okay, so 
this conversation first came up with between the two of us because you're a fan of Until Dawn. Yes. Which I haven't played, but Monica, you played a little bit of Until Dawn, right? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, so Vincent, what what is good about Until Dawn? <laughs> That sounded way more aggressive than I meant it to be, but I don't just want to breeze over this game because it was really popular and a lot of people like it. And I played a little bit of it and I just like couldn't get into it. I watched Monica play a little bit of it. I was like, I don't know about all this. But what about a Wendigo? Yes. Oh, interesting. Didn't get that far, huh? (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) I only started it because Mr. Robot was in it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Or Rami Malek. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Robot. That was correct. <laughs> Mr. Robot. Um, Freddie Mercury. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. I think. I think. Uh, something I was. I was like telling you, Ollie. Like at some point was like I. I don't know why. I like these games and maybe that's part of this conversation is like I, I'm trying to figure out why I've like not just played them but have replayed parts of them or have like looked up on like the guides on like all the different permutations of the nonsense that can happen. Um right. Yeah, I so so until dawn, like part of it is like a memory thing and that like I played it at my friend's house over a winter break and I like stayed up all night, like just playing through it. Um, I think something that stands out to me about Until Dawn that I like a lot more than the quarry is that um, I don't know, like I, I just love the like the snow and like how like pretty and isolating and like cold and harsh it is and like i'm i don't i'm i'm from california and i've only seen snow in undergrad so you know maybe that's part of it is that it, it holds some sort of like you know mystique and appeal to me yeah but um yeah part of it is is just it's just really pretty and it's just really slow like like your character is physically slow and i i don't know it feel like it it, it the game was like look at the things we ha- look at the environment we have created for you and i was like oh i love it um yeah and yeah so that's that's part of it is like the atmosphere for sure yeah um, I, f- I feel like these games yeah. can like create an environment and put you into the environment and like create an atmosphere but i guess in like the two that i've played i didn't think they did that very well mm, like mm-hmm. man of medan is just like you on boat and then um <laughs> you know the quarry i don't know like the poster the cover art all the stuff for the quarry looks really cool but then like the game itself is a little bland in my opinion yeah. Like in terms yeah. of its visuals and its setting and stuff. Which one? Yeah. The quarry? That's the quarry, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, no, that's true. Because if a camp were open for that long, there'd be more stuff in the basement. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro opinion. <laughs> you have said to me before, I do want to ask you about this. You've said to me before that you think Until Dawn is the best of this company's games, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I. I it very much feels like they had a good idea and they've and they, they executed it 
like in my opinion like probably as well as you could in this like very strange format they've chose to put themselves in and then they've been trying they've been chasing that ever since um of trying to like recreate that and just like not quite getting there over and over until dawn partly why i i like it and i'll i'll go and revisit it like every once in a while um in the winter specifically um is because like they're like they it sounds like they cared the most about the characters and there's like just enough like character interactions and like just enough dialogue choices and just enough personality that like it it raises it to like a fun b-level schlocky 90s teen whatever sort of slasher kind of thing and i i think they never I think they over rely, at least in the quarry, just comparing those two. I think they sort of overly like they don't do that well. I, I don't know if they fired some writers or some good writers left or they're just like, eh, that's all secondary, which is very bizarre for a narrative <laughs> driven game. But I, I yeah. feel like, yeah, like they never quite hit that again. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's like all I want from a game like this. Like going into it, my expectation is like it's going to be some cheesy 90s teen movie shit. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. like th- thinking it's going to be fucking Shakespeare or something. Like, I just want that. And it's like they can't really even do that. Um, like, I don't know. Okay, let's let's talk about the core. Okay, I think that like the thing that sucks is that they kind of have their own minds made up about who they want the characters to be, and I feel like sometimes no matter how you answer it, it's still going to be their way and not yours. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think there's an issue with this type of game in general, which we talked about in the episode that B and I did about Sam Barlow, where when you're trying to do an interactive movie game you can end up with something that's like not a very good game and like definitely not a good movie. And so I think Mm -hmm. like you hit on, you hit on something there that's pretty important where it's like, if you don't feel like you have agency and you can change the outcome or make the characters behave in a certain way, then like it doesn't feel like you're actually doing something interactive, you know? I think if they let you run, like you wouldn't feel like that at all. Yeah. If they just let you run a little bit. <laughs> oh, if your character could run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, like the pacing of everything in this game is like a problem where it's like yeah. the pacing of the story, the pacing of the scenes and like the literal pace that you move at. It's it's kind of infuriating. But then like the the moments that are kind of interactive, like they're, they were fun. Like there was a character where like, I just don't like this character and we just killed them. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that was a moment where I saw the potential of this type of game. And then we started trying to kill everybody. Yeah, because we didn't like anybody because they're kind of all bad characters. I wanted Lance Henriksen to win. (laughs) Yeah. Lance Henriksen shows up and it's like, oh, yeah, let's make him win. But he's like. Uh, the evil <laughs> grandpa or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evil grandpa trope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay, just for people who are out of the loop on this stuff, these games, this whole 
you know, kind of subgenre of supermassive games, which The Quarry is the latest one they've made. It definitely feels like the biggest budget, the most technologically advanced, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, the way these games work is they're interactive movies. You spend a lot of the game just watching a movie happen, except in between, you can occasionally move a character around, sometimes make dialogue choices, and you can sometimes interact with the environment a little bit. Like, you know, open a locker, find an item, find a secret item, something like that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an odd mix, you know, there's never like a fully solid interactive portion of the game. A lot of it is just like watching a movie and making choices. The game lets you know when your choices like quote unquote matter, like when you're locked into a new path or something like that. Um, yeah. And that's basically the game. And I think, you know, the fun of it, if you like it is that you do get this longer experience. These games are surprisingly long. Um, I think this one's about like 12 hours-ish. It was supposed to be mm-hmm. eight. Oh, Everything I read said eight. Eight? Okay. Maybe it felt But longer. it felt like 12. Yeah, maybe that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're longer than you'd expect. Because when you say interactive movie, you think movie length. But they're longer than that. Um... And, you know, I guess if you really like it, you know, you can play and replay and you can see different scenes or see different outcomes happen. Like, I know when I played Man of Medan, I got, like, the ultra-cursed, super bad (laughs) ending where, like, just everything falls apart and everyone dies. And so that's the thing where, like, if I had liked that game, it would be like, oh, maybe I'll go back and try and have, like, one person not, like, die horribly, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, that's kind of how these games are played and what they are. Um, with the quarry, it's a pretty impressive game on a lot of levels. Technically it's impressive. Um, the cast is really impressive. Uh, you know, they've got David Arquette and Ted Raimi, uh, which I was like, not expecting. They've got Lance Henriksen and then they've got, you know, a bunch of younger actors who you probably know if you like watch TV at all. <laughs> and this song is like our age, I think. Well, yeah, I'm just, she's, you know, she's younger than like Ted Raimi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it's a really impressive cast. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm gonna like play this, you know, big budget crazy game and then oh and they got Grace Zabriskie from Twin Peaks which and was and they have the son of Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins right we love that oh wow yeah that's who played uh Dylan I think it was oh yeah oh yeah yeah um so you know it's it's got like all that going for it but then like for me once I started playing it I was just kind of immediately like what the hell is this? Like, I don't know. These games are so hard for me because the pacing is like so fucked up. Like they all have like the slowest start ever. Yeah. Um, They take forever to get going. And if you don't get into like the specific pace of like how the game plays, it kind of becomes like very difficult to stick with it. 
Yeah, and I I don't think I for some reason mind the pace as as much. And 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 again, I, I think it's because I did like Until Dawn, and I felt like the pace in there was like you're in a big spooky house, you're in a big like open you know snowstorm, you know, and like walking slow or methodically makes a little bit of sense. And there's like cool things to look at. And so I think I just sort of like accepted like, oh yeah, it's, it's going to be that. But, but yeah, like part of it is like, it's just not as fun to walk around in this game. So it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting of, um, yeah, yeah. Monica, you're right. If you just like, we could just run, (laughs) like, I just want to run across this like boring, empty forest and get, get to the point already. Yeah. Because you'd be fucking running. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. (laughs) I think the thing that kind of started to drive me nuts about this game is like, there's so much filler and there's so much like random shit and it takes Mm -hmm. so long for things to like start happening. And I don't know. I, I've said this before about other games in the style. I definitely said about Immortality, which is a game we played for the other episode. That's like, why aren't these games like two and a half hours long? And then they just bank yeah. on people replaying them. Like, it feels really, really drawn out. And there's all these like weird scenes and weird directing choices and stuff. Like, like, I don't know. There's so many bizarre, awkward scenes in this game. I think my favorite one was like spooky stuff kind of starts happening. And then they take this long detour where they do like a shooting contest to decide who gets a bag of <laughs> yeah. like cereal or something. Oh, and yeah. they like sing the entire theme song from the cereal commercial. <laughs> and it was like, there was a moment in there where I was like, this game is is like a hundred hours long, isn't it? Like I'm never going to finish or see the end of this. Like I just, I don't fucking get it. Cause it's like, that's not how movies work. And this is basically a movie. What's going on here? Why don't they make movies? Oh my God. They're, I think they're going to do a, a dead by daylight game next or something or a, or a movie. They're, they're, they're involved Weird. somehow. I think they're going to, Try and pivot. Yeah. Um, no, it's totally like that That scene you're talking about. It's totally like, oh, like, here's the fun bonding moment before everything goes to hell that, like, you know, is is like typical in scary movies. But it's yeah, it's just like it's 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 almost like an AI wrote it. You know, like it's yes. so bizarre. And so like it's equally parts like hacky, but also so weird um, and like slightly uncanny that you're like did did who wrote this like it's like one person saw one movie one scary movie and then decided to write a script um yeah yeah, it's so strange yeah that was that was like a feeling i had throughout the whole game was like there's so many bizarre uncanny ai feeling (laughs) moments that was just like what the hell i I just like don't understand. And it's like, there are some good characters. Brenda song is really good in it. And I, and I really liked her character. Like there's a decent setup for like, you know, a teen horror movie, but it just like, it takes so long to get there. And it's so weird and uncomfortable that like, I just totally lost interest. And by the end, I was kind of just like going through the motions to see the ending 
And I don't know, like, I, I guess like the thing that I'm left wondering is like, why don't, yeah, it's like, like Monica said, why don't they just make a movie or if they're not just going to make a movie, why don't they make this more like a movie? Cause like other video games that aren't trying at all to be interactive movies are taking way more cues from like film and television, right? Like the last of us has more TV style direction in it than like this game. So it's like, wh- what is going on here exactly? <laughs> like, yeah, like what what movies are they watching that like this is what they would? Because like, I don't know. You could just watch one of the new like Scream movies, right? Which are like, you know, they're good movies. They're not like life changing or anything. But just like watch one of those. Whoa. And, like, okay. <laughs> watch yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I'm not like if I like, I think it would be flippant to say, go watch the original Scream and do that. Cause like, no, you're not that good. Like, fuck off. Yeah. But I think that knowing that when Scream 5 was announced, that was like the first time I'd felt hope in years. Uh huh. (laughs) That was life changing. That was life changing. So. But, But that movie, it was good. It wasn't like amazing though. I thought the new one was much better. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Did you secretly like love Scream Five? Me? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean secretly? Oh, I didn't know that. No, I loved it. Oh. I thought it was very true to the spirit. I thought Six was better though. Okay. Well. Do you agree with that or strokes. no? Do you agree with that or no? <laughs> no, I liked Five better. I think. Oh. Cause I I like the the kids being like obsessed with like the true crime aspect of it oh yeah that yeah. was cool yeah 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 the killer I feel like better yeah i feel like we're oops i feel like we're not that far from seeing something like that happen irl oh yeah yeah i'm surprised we haven't honestly yeah like a true crime obsessed serial killer yeah I guess the Slender Man girls were kind of like that. Right. But they're obsessed <laughs> with Slender Man. Yeah, untrue. Untrue, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't know I don't know what Slender Man is. is, is cryptid. <laughs> cryptid fangirls commit murder. Cryptid. <laughs> Monster fuckers? Okay, it made sense. <laughs> it made sense before I started saying it. I think it's just once you say Slender Man, the whole conversation kind of deep. It's hard to come Derails. back. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard to come yeah. back from Slender Man. But <laughs> anyway, I really like the new um, Scream movies. I wasn't trying to shit on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love them. <laughs> I can feel the. I can't see Monica right now. We're in different rooms, but I can feel the anger. I'm not angry. I'm trying to remember where I put my pop. Oh. All right. <laughs> Okay. All right. All good. Crisis averted. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I, I wish that, I guess I'm trying to say that I wish that these games felt more like the stuff that they're obviously trying to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that the, the dialogue and the pacing and the directing felt more like a teen horror thing. Because instead it's just kind of weird and I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I think the thing that 
like draws me is yeah it's it's like the thing they're trying to do which is like your choices have you know consequences and like it's even if like they don't make sense or they're so minor i i i cannot tell you like why that particularly pushes the button to release dopamine in my brain but like right. i really am like ooh like what happens if like i went left instead of right or like i'll look up online like oh like all these weird little, you know, endings or weird little like interactions that I missed because of like seemingly inconsequential things. And I, and I think I wonder if that's why the, these games are so long is they they want you to feel like, oh, you can make completely different choices and have completely different outcomes. But also like Monica, like you were saying before, like there's only there's only a limit to that because they like yeah. certain people always survive to certain chapters, right? Like no matter what, or like mm -hmm. certain people have to die in certain ways, no matter what, you know, and it's, yeah. So like sometimes it matters and sometimes it doesn't. And I, I, I think I enjoy seeing that actually play out and like having like fun little goals of like, how do I kill this character, but not that character, yeah. you know? kinds of things but um yeah but it's it's such a niche like like appeal that for some reason i don't know why it's just it's just that's just fun to me like all like especially like replaying like the last chapter where like you know shit's going down like like that's fun to me to like you know what are different ways i could you know screw this person over versus that person or whatever but um yeah. 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 But, but other than that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a rough, yeah, it's a rough ride in a lot of other respects. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Our goals changed like halfway through. Remember? Cause initially I had like people that I wanted to try to save. And then by the end, I just killed everybody. <laughs> but like, nice. Right. There, like at the beginning, I wanted to keep uh, Dylan and Tyler alive. Right. And yeah. But halfway through, I was like, the fuck's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, that's also an interesting point, too, because like the focus in this game is really odd. Like it feels like it's all over the damn place. Because like when you get to the house, Okay, so well, I guess I'll just set up the narrative a little bit, right? Okay, so basically there's this summer camp. Two campers get there a day early and something scary happens to them. We don't know what. Then it flashes forward. It's the last day of camp. A group of camp counselors are staying an extra day because one of them is like the dumbest guy alive and he decides <laughs> to like sabotage a car so he can maybe like... I don't know, like, like that was so fucking stupid. Yeah, that guy we killed yeah. first because yeah. we were like, "Fuck oh, yeah. you!" Yeah, him and and the girl he's trying to get with, we were just like, "You, you need to die. You both are awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you either need to take each other out of the dating pool or go die. investigate that noise, please." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do go down those stairs. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he he like sabotages the car that they're supposed to take home, so they all have to stay there one more night. And clearly it telegraphs from early on that like something really fucked up and weird is going to happen on this night. And as it goes along, you find out what it is. I guess this is your big spoiler warning. 
I don't know how not to spoil this game from here on out. There's like sirens and alarm bells ringing right now or some shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically the scary thing is, like, werewolves. Um, they got werewolves. And it seems that mm-hmm. the, the whole town, which is, like, Hackett's Quarry, or I guess that's the area, Hackett's Quarry, um, is, like, werewolves the fuck out. And <laughs> there, there's a bunch of people, like, other people involved who live there, and you're not really sure of it. So... You're playing as all these different camp counselors. The way that Monica and I played it, which is also, once again, it's a cool idea, is there's like a controller passing option where you can do couch co-op and it basically just assigns you. I think you can choose, but we just randomized it where it just assigned each of us three characters or four characters, Mm. however many are in the game total. And so we just pass back and forth. And if it was like, okay, this scene is following this character and that's Monica's, then she would play and then... If it was, oh, this scene is starring this character and it's mine. I play now, you know? So that's kind of a cool feature. Um, But yeah, so you're playing as all these different camp counselors. You're going around the camp, mostly just doing like really increasingly random shit um, until the werewolves finally show up. Um, Werewolf stuff starts happening. And eventually you make your way into like this house Um, And you find this like creepy fucked up family. And that's where Lance Henriksen and Lynn Shea uh, come into play, (laughs) which was very cool. Why have I been calling her Lynn Shaley? Uh... I don't know. You haven't corrected me one time. You say all sorts of shit, dude. If I corrected every weird thing you said, we wouldn't get anything done in a day. What the heck? Wow. <laughs> Learn something every day. Uh, Damn, yeah. scream five all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I really thought we were in agreement that scream five was like pretty good and scream six was really good. I guess we weren't. I don't, just didn't know that. Um... Anyway, it's not important. Uh, but anyway, that's that whole section when you're in the house and there's like this creepy kind of Texas Chainsaw werewolf family that you have to fight is the best part of the game. It's really fucking cool. And maybe this changes depending on how you're playing, but the way that we played it, it lasted about eight minutes. <laughs> and then we fucking <laughs> blew Lynn Shay's head off and like oh, ate yeah. Lance Henriksen's head. That was so scary. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it was awesome, but it was over so fast. And it was just like, wait, what the fuck? And it, that's when I like really started to think about like how weird the pacing is in this game. Cause like, you can spend hours just like fucking around in camp and then like cool shit happens and it's over like in a flash. Um, yeah. But that basically sets up the end game where, you know, at this point you've probably killed off a couple characters or maybe you haven't or whatever. And then in the end game, you just make a bunch of decisions, decide how the plot's ultimately going to end. And then you get like an ending. Um, it kind of just pans around and tells you like what happened to all the characters. Uh, and that was kind of cool. That was kind of fun. Shows I wish it- everything mm-hmm. ended like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like everything I've ever watched. 
<laughs> it just tells you where everyone ended up. What I'm saying yeah. is I want to know what Shiv Roy is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'll never know. Wait, do they ever like explicitly say that they're werewolves? Or are they just uh, like, yes. they do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that part. Because they are weird. Like, well, yeah, because yeah. they, they're not hairy. Uh-huh. And they, like, explode into a million pieces. Right. And then regenerate. Yeah. yeah. How? Yeah. They also definitely copy and pasted the Wendigos from Until Dawn. They're just, like, oh, really? a little bit... They're just a little bit linkier, and their faces <laughs> look a little bit different, but it is definitely... They act the exact same way. There's no difference. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. These, well, these that, are the same pictures. <laughs> that makes so much sense, because the first time that they're, like, they're werewolves, and then you see one, it's like, that's not a fucking werewolf. No, it's a Wendigo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes so much sense. Because, yeah, they also, like, explode. Like, the people who are werewolves just explode. And then they're werewolves. And then they, like, turn back into humans. And it's so confusing. With their clothes on. Well, do they? Yeah, because um, there's a... Isn't there a part where, like, the boy in the jail cell, he explodes, and then he comes back, and he's wearing the same overalls he was? No, he's wearing different clothes. Oh. I think they gave yeah. him... I think Ted Raimi gave him clothes. I maybe yeah. did not <laughs> pay close enough attention to anything that we did. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. I mean, I got, the, I got the... I got the idea. The, the broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, they're the very. Goes. Yeah, that makes that makes me feel better because I spent the whole time being like, "What the fuck is oh, like I going know. on with these werewolves? They're really fucking weird looking." Okay, werewolves. well, I have a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How does the Hulk shorts stay on? Oh. Do those get bigger when he gets bigger? Well, see, there's a thing. There's a thing called Islam. <laughs> And the god oh, is Allah, god. and Allah wants the Hulk to be modest. So, uh, through the power that he he has, he is able to keep uh, the Hulk um, okay. modest. Okay, I guess I'm saying that I thought the werewolves wore clothes because it was like, to me, what I see is the Hulk effect, where your clothes explode and then they come back right. intact. Well, the werewolves don't have to worry about their modesty because they don't have dicks. Also, yes. Okay. Yeah. R right. <laughs> but were we really allowed to, you know, look for long enough? Oh. Uh, we don't know that. There's a lot of shadows in that game. True. Mm -hmm. So the dicks could have been in the shadows. Could have been swinging <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but, like, I assume not just because, like, they just... They had no skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were yeah. kind of like muscle monsters. Which yeah. is also really, really odd. Really, really, really odd. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's so funny that it's just the Wendigos from... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, like how they move and everything is exactly... It just updated. just looks better from the Wendigos so until funny. dawn. 
god. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really fucking good. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I guess this is a decent place to talk about, like, all the really bizarre shit in this game. Because, like... There's also these like between chapter things where you're talking oh, to a yeah. fortune teller that's played by Grace Zabriskie, Laura Palmer's mom from Twin Peaks. Um, and she's really cool and scary. But uh, I didn't love those because I was bad at finding the tarot cards and she really made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> so. But once we started finding them, it was like, how is this even fun to look for them? Yeah. Because they're gigantic. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. Vincent, do you and understand do how that works? And do they kind of just give you spoilers? <laughs> yeah, what is the thing with uh, the crystal ball? Yeah, the um, a lot of them are triggered by like weird camera angles that like you have to like step into a room at a certain angle and then you can find the tarot cards. And okay. so yeah. like some are like really easy to miss. Um, because you didn't go into like that particular angle in that particular room or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then it, the idea is that it's supposed to like, quote unquote, guide you by showing you like, oh, this character might be in trouble with, you know, fire uh, or something like that. Um, to like maybe influence, you know, a choice, you know, when you get there. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because I was yeah. just like, what did I watch? I was like, why are they telling me what's going to happen? What the heck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just really confused. But it gets better because those interludes, which just seem completely random, eventually turn into, like, the core of the story. Because, like, her son is, like, a werewolf who, like, started the whole Hackett's Quarry werewolf thing. And yeah. like that is a that is really a choice uh for this game that they decided to make. And I was very confused when that whole like flashback scene started. Yeah. Yeah. I don't is there anything uh, like that in Until Dawn or is that just like a special treat for this game? <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, they they do that. They do something like maybe like narratively better, but just a thousand times cringier. Which is that um, instead of an old woman, it's it's supposed to be like a psychiatrist you're talking to that's like trying to psychoanalyze you by making you like take weird personality tests like oh oh, which which of these two do you find scarier and you have to choose like spiders or snakes or whatever and um and then he like says really like weird cryptic things at you and like almost none of like none of it means anything like like none of (laughs) like it it doesn't serve any point other than just to be like this chapter's ended this chapter started yeah Um, (laughs) You do get um, separately, you do pick up items that show you similar visions, but they just play automatically um, okay. when you pick them up. So you don't have to wait in between chapters. So they, they sort of like combined those two things in one in, in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because in Man of Medan, there was like a guy who was like the crypt keeper or whatever who you talked to. And he looked like a guy who'd have a YouTube channel that tells you how to line up your beard. Um, (laughs) and like 
that like was a choice in that game and it was like okay this one i mean i guess it's neat that they tied it into the narrative but it was like so jarring when it happened oh my god yeah okay i just remembered the circus stuff yeah yeah Yeah. okay what the fuck Yeah. yeah yeah so it turns out that laura palmer's mom worked at the circus and her son was like a wolf boy or something, mm-hmm. and then he became a wolf man, and <laughs> that's how this whole thing started. Which is like so crazy because if he were wolf like enough to be in a freak show, he would have hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> so where where's the missing link? Where is the hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to know where the hair. I mean, I don't like these bald ass werewolves. <laughs> they're nasty. I don't like them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're like mole rats or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. not good. Yeah. Also, the 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 wild thing about that flashback, uh, among others, is that that gets triggered if you pick up a certain tarot card, which you can miss. Oh, so you can go through that game and completely not get any of that backstory at the very end. Weird. What? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I mean, yeah. that's just like, uh, that is like the problem with these games encapsulated, where it's like, there are cool ideas and there's cool things they could show you and they just breeze past them. And it's yeah. just like, wh- why? Like, no, show, even like that whole story where it's like, okay, Grace Zabriskie and her son work at a circus. That sounds cooler than everything that happens in this game. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the whole sequence with like the werewolf family in the mansion is like cooler than everything else that happens in the game. And it's like, no, show me that. Do not show me all the stuff that happens at camp. It's so boring. Like, Are there any video yeah. games about working at the circus? Working at the circus? <laughs> I don't like, know. Like being in a traveling circus simulator. Circus? <laughs> yeah, VR circus simulator. That'd be so fun if there was like a video game that was like Carnival. Oh yeah, and it was like a mystery game. We well, were trying to solve the mystery. Um. Oh, I get. You know what? It looks like there's a couple on Steam where you can work. Really? It. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you. <laughs> we, we know what Monica's doing. I gotta the rest go. Of <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, well, that's okay. That's what I think about these games. Like the promise is there. Like if they made a game yeah. that like the premise was like it's like Carnival, right? Which is like the great TV show that's kind of like creepy, weird, you know. 19 early 1900s like circus shit like that would be sick but then i know that they would fuck it up because <laughs> that's the same with the quarry where it's like okay like teen summer camp horror movie let's go and then you start playing it and it's like what the hell is this you know or even like man of medan where it's like it's ghost ship and it's like well i fucking love ghost ship like yeah give me ghost ship except i can do co-op you know online play with my friend or whatever and then it just like sucks kind of like i just i think these guys need to decide if they're making video games or if they're making movies and then 
once they decide they need to really focus, like they need to get like yeah. some books and like a Skillshare course and like really like look into like what makes that thing good. Cause yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Um, I just want to say yeah. that you never want to watch Ghost Ship. <laughs> what? I would watch Ghost Ship right now. Me too. What are you talking about? When was the last time you asked me to watch Ghost Ship? Like every day of my life. That is a lie. <laughs> and you know that's a lie. I love that movie. Yeah, but why are you lying about asking me to watch Ghost Ship? Because <laughs> you are lying right now. I'm like always thinking about Ghost Ship. If I see it <laughs> okay, one but- wire... <laughs> Every time I look at the cords on the floor, I think of Ghost Ship. Okay, well, can I can I can I say something? I can't read your mind. <laughs> I know that you think I can, but I can't. You have to. Okay, tell well, me. you should know that women want to watch Ghost Ship. <laughs> okay, fellas, fellas, if your lady isn't happy, it's because she hasn't watched Ghost Ship recently. That's some free advice. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, you just saved so many marriages <laughs> yeah, across welcome. the country. It'll pay for my divorce. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just put on ghost ship. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. My okay, god. but that scene where the piano wire cuts everybody's head off. Yeah. That. You know what? I think I'm traumatized. Actually. Okay. That really scared me when I was a kid. See, so now I'm confused. Do you want to watch Ghost Ship or are you so traumatized by Ghost Ship? I think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Is Which, it just an intrusive memory uh, yeah. at this point? <laughs> it might be. It may be. Do you have like, are you having like delusions where you're talking to me about Ghost Ship? Because it's like overtaking your okay, mind so when much. We, when we watch Dexter... Like, I'm not kidding you. The second Quinn appears on Dexter, I'm like, I want to watch Ghost Ship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we were watching Dexter. Yeah, well, Desmond Harrington is way better in Ghost Ship. Right. But Dexter's awesome. Yeah, they should make a video game of Ghost Ship. They did, and it's terrible. It was bad of a dad. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. It's so weird and bad. And they got a... F- like, that's the thing that kind of, like, trips me out also, is that, like, they got, like, real Hollywood actors. And they, like... Yeah. ...wrote this shit, and it's all set up to, like, succeed. And then it's just, like, weird and awkward. And, yeah, like it feels like an AI wrote most of the dialogue. And it's like, how does that happen? Because, like, I feel yeah. like there's games where they do it right. Like, I liked Observer a lot, even though that was totally, like, they just, like, rolled um, Rutger Hauer into a fucking vocal booth and were just like, read all these lines, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it, like, works in that game. Uh... But I, I don't know. I don't quite understand what's going on in this game. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I had a hard time. And then I had a hard time the rest of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they they want you to care about or have opinions on the characters so bad that, yeah, you spend like three and a half hours on like all this dialogue, all this setup. And it's just... Yeah, it, but it's not good enough to warrant that amount of time. Like I, 
I hated that chapter where you're like stuck in the jail because it's slow. Oh yeah. It's all flashback. It's all exposition. It's that yeah. stupid trope, writing trope where like literally all this would be solved if the characters just talk to each other about what was going on. Yeah. And yep. it was, and, yeah. And I was like, this is like an even worse version of the intro. The intro, at least, like the characters don't know what's going on, but by this point, the audience does. I don't need. 45 minutes of two characters being like, what's going on? Why is this happening yeah. to us? What's going on? It's like, oh, we know. We, I know what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Can we skip this? God. Yeah. But that problem is, that recurs a lot in this game. Like, there's just so much extra unnecessary shit, like, throughout the narrative. And if, if it had been tightened up, I could see where it could be fun. Because like I said, so so the, the doofus who sabotages the car had like a fling with one of the other counselors and he's trying to get back with her. And pretty quickly I realized that I hated both of them and I wanted them to die. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> then when you get a choice to like, well, do I, do I have them do something to survive or do I just have them stand here and let a werewolf eat them, which is an, like basically an <laughs> actual choice that you get for both characters. Like... I chose to kill them and then I was like, oh shit, this could be really fun actually. But like the game won't yeah. ever just like get out of the way and let you do that shit. And like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really fucked with like any of the newer, like interactive movie shit, you know, besides like these games and like those, the one, like, Sam Barlow game I played like I didn't try that Black Mirror interactive movie thing did either of you Mm. guys I did Mm -hmm. not but I know yeah yeah like I I don't know if that's better but it does seem at least like more efficient because it is just a choose your own adventure novel style thing Um, this game is a lot weirder because there are sections where you control a character like you would in a in a video game, you know, like a like a Mario <laughs> or something, and a then Mario. There, a Mario. Like say you were playing Mario, um, but then there's also like these different kinds of like character choices you get. So like you get your dialogue choices, and then you get your action choices, and then there's like kind of combat. Like there's parts where you have to shoot a gun, um, and so it just gets really dense and confusing where it's just like I don't know what the point of this is like it feels like the whole thing needs to be just kind of streamlined down to the basics of like what does this character do or like how do you respond to this situation and that could maybe have some kind of fun to it you know I think the point is to not get killed by the werewolf that seemed pretty clear to me <laughs> got him sorry to say Damn. I think the really fun parts are when well probably just because you get to actually do stuff but when people are like getting attacked you get to do the most like in the junkyard that was fun oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah that was cool that actually had some like excitement to it yeah and then yeah, the parts where you shoot a gun were also pretty tense. Like that was kind of unexpected and and kind of cool. Um but yeah, there's there's just a lot, you know, there's a lot going on. 
I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to do with it all. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely more filler. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, like until dawn is pretty, it, it's somewhat similar, but I think there's a little bit more action and it comes in earlier. Cause there's actually like a fake out plot line. That's kind of fun where it seems like you're being stalked by a serial killer and it turns out it's just one of the other, it, it's Rami Malik like fucking with you and but <laughs> but then the windigos show up yeah <clears throat> but then the windigos show up and then it's, there's actual danger but some characters don't know that um because they get split up and so there's there's like fun like i feel like there's like a fun narrative element of like you know thinking you're in danger and then you're not but you actually are that like it just yeah i i don't know like it at least moved a little bit quicker in until dawn um yeah and yeah it just yeah, it, it it just was just very straightforward, which but but not streamlined as you were saying. It's just a lot of like like so like a lot of dialogue and character options that like didn't really go anywhere. Um, yeah, for any reason, yeah. you know. That's the big issue. Like, it's just there's just so much filler and there's just so much unnecessary stuff. Like. You know, I think I said the same thing in the Man of Medan episode where it's like, I could see a version of this that's like really good, but it would be the yeah. length of a movie, you know, like, I think that's about as much content as here or maybe a little longer. Like you could see like a narrative arc that's cool or you could see like a version that just, you know, is a lot more streamlined or simplified. That would be really cool because like there is cool stuff like there's good scenes. There's a good setup. There's like. I did really like when you find like the girl from the intro and she's all grizzly and like wearing an eye patch. Like yeah. that's cool. And then she's like, let me tell you what happened. And you're like, hell yes, I want to know. And then it's like the most brutally boring part of the whole fucking game. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just shit like that where it's just like, what were you thinking? Like what in the hell is going on here? Um, but like that setup or that idea or that structure is actually cool. And like, I was like, oh shit. And you know, there's that whole thing of like, you want to know what's going on. So like I went into this game completely blind. I didn't know it was werewolves. And mm -hmm. so I was kind of like waiting to see what it was going to be. And then it was werewolves and you're like, oh shit. Okay. What's going on here? What's the deal with that? And that's like, obviously the, the power of the game or that's like the thing you want is that, you want people clinging to the central mystery and trying to figure out like what's going on and having their own guesses and stuff. Here's my question. And I guess this is for, for either of y'all that wants to answer this. Like, is there some advantage to doing it this way that you couldn't just do in a traditional video game or a traditional movie? Like, is there something here? Cause that's, that's what I'm very confused about. Like, well, yeah, because it's just a choose your own adventure and that's fun. Okay. It ain't that yeah. deep. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just fun. No, I, I, I agree. Every time I read a choose your own adventure book, I would go back to like wherever I fucked up and like restart. And it's kind of yeah. like the same thing. It's just like you're just, you're just goofing. It's very like low stakes. <laughs> Right. So I do think, yeah, yeah it does have that. Because the decision making, when you actually get to do stuff, it's like so fun. 
Yeah. But then it's just like, then you just watch like a 20 minute cutscene and it's just like, oh my God, I should have just watched a movie. Yeah. And I, and I think with like video games in particular, there's like, like with a movie, there's the like, you know, don't go into the room kind of thing, but mm-hmm. like you get to control the character to go into the room or to not go into the room. And I think that's like, uh, yeah, I and like, yeah, like just everything Monica said, like that's really fun to like do that. But, but the game weirdly enough, like <clears throat> if you want to like go back and be like, Oh, I wonder what happens if I like do this instead of that. Like there's no fast forward and you have to play like the whole chapter so like, yeah. you can't just be like, oh, I want to go to this very particular two minute thing and see what happens. Like, nope, you got to play the whole chapter God. all the way through at the original pace. And yeah, and, and you can't like, like the game doesn't know why it's almost like it doesn't know why people find the parts of it fun that it's fun because otherwise they would just enable a fast forward or a like yeah here's all the major decisions see what happens if you go left instead of right and they they don't um and uh yeah yeah it's i i think there is something there but yeah it's just very bloated yeah that makes sense yeah i think that actually really that really sums up how i feel about this game which is that the people who made it like don't understand what's good about it Oh, what? That's sad. <laughs> well, I think it's true though, because like they focus on all these weird things, they make all these weird decisions, and then yeah, like they don't let you play with it, you know? Because I think like, like Vincent, what you're describing to me, it sounds like a game where you could actually, you know, mess around with it and like just kind of do experiments and see what happens. Like I have a little bit of a sandbox element to it. That would be really cool. I think that would go a long way towards making the game more fun or at least like more engaging, especially if you do end up enjoying it. But mm-hmm. the fact that you can't do anything like that, it's just like, oh yeah, like it, it just feels like they just don't get like what's good about this format or like what the potential is with this format. And I think that's a common problem because I feel the same way about like those Sam Barlow games where it's like, it's the same thing where it's like, well, it's not a traditional game. It's not a traditional movie. It's something in between what's good about that. You identify those things and the game just pushes back super hard against all of them. And it's like, well, that sucks because like this should just be a choose your own adventure book it should just be like goofy and breezy you can get through it really fast but then it's fun to go back and like mess around with it and see where everything goes i just feel like you shouldn't be bored like you shouldn't be bored while playing a game like this and i was frequently bored and that's like pretty gnarly i i think another issue is like i think the the game takes itself too seriously because i think i think the game despite being about freaking werewolves and like they're tr- like it's like they're trying very hard to be like look how fun we're we are look how yeah like character driven we are i i don't know because i i feel like um 
because like, there's just so much time. Like, I feel like the dialogue is so forced and it's like, here's the scene where you're supposed to like this character. Here's the scene where you're supposed to think this character is funny. Like, it's it's like that was the like written on the outline of the script. And yeah. they're like, oh, OK, that's that's what we're doing. And it just feels so forced instead of just like, oh, yeah, have this character just make a funny joke. And that's how we know they're the funny one. It's like, no, you yeah. will like this character or you will dislike this character. And it's just it ends up being so like badly written. Um, yeah. But it's like we're not here for the writing. We're here for like fun character traits and unexpected like divergent pathways that like lead to cool, unexpected things. You know, I don't I don't need to know all of like, you know, Caitlin's nuanced feelings about whether or not Ryan likes her back. All I just need to know is that she likes him and he doesn't like her back. That's it. That's all I need to know. Yeah. I don't need to know why and how and where and who and who she's like. It's just like, I don't care. It's it's not good enough to care about, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, you got to love too. the game just like puts the character motivations and feelings on screen as text. Like when you make a dialogue choice and it's like, oh, they didn't like that. Or like they're suspicious yeah. of yeah. you now. Like that's so fucking funny. Like, could you imagine if a movie did that? <laughs> <Where> it's like, <laughs> like that would be so fucking funny. And it's like, oh yeah, but they just like do that in this game. And it's just like played as normal. It's really odd. I don't know. I kind of feel like this whole idea is like, sort of just like not very workable like there's definitely a way you could do it right but it seems like nobody gets around to it um but i don't know maybe it's just me maybe i'm just like uh maybe i'm mean. just mean i'm just a mean person and i just <laughs> i just want to swing a sword at a goblin because i'm just that's where i'm at with video games it's like where's the sword where's the goblin point me at him i don't care what the goblin's feeling yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, it's a weird yeah. way to find that out. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry. Did I? Did Just I? Just like I assumed. <laughs> oh my God, this is like ghost ship all over. <laughs> God damn. Uh, I think for uh, me personally, yeah. that I would have liked this game better if there were more middle ground in the decision making. Even if there was, like, a third option that, like, wasn't as crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Because the first thing I can think of is, like, is Tyler, what's his name? Tyler, the kid with the earbuds? I think uh, so. Ryan. Ryan. Okay. Where they're, like, at the campfire and, like, Ryan's, like, kind of, like, flirting with multiple people. And, like, the options are basically, like kiss dylan or call abby a dumb slut <laughs> it's just like well what the fuck <laughs> like if there were a third option that were like just be cool like yeah, chill, like, out. <laughs> chill out be a normal human <laughs> remember it's the last night of camp <laughs> yeah but it was just like too extreme and that like bummed me out I feel like this game does have an issue with making the characters very unlikable. Like everyone is very edgy and like very quick to just do kind of like fucked up shit to each other. And that kind of threw me off too. Cause it's like, 
feels like you'd need to build up to that. But in this game, it's like right from the start, you know, it's just like, yeah, they all kind of hate each other. It's like, whoa, yeah. that's I mean, that's weird in the context of like a kind of lightweight teen horror thing. You know, if it's like, well, OK, if we're walk- watching like a Yorgos Lanthimos movie, that's fine. But like, <laughs> come on, dude. It's like, OK, I yeah. just remembered how. Abby is her name, Abby, yeah, the yeah, alternative the semi-goth girl. girl. The yeah. semi-goth girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, she like <laughs> swings her ass when she walks. Oh yeah, she walks crazy. She walks like a GTA woman. Yeah. <laughs> she was like the only one that did. It was so funny. Yeah, I will say too. So we played it on the PS5, mm-hmm. and so I was like, we're gonna get the most high tech eye-popping cyber movie ever and there's still some weird animation stuff like the game looks amazing but then they'll just be like randomly like a super bad animation that looks like extremely ps2 or like abby's weird walk and it's just like what the fuck happened here like there's some (laughs) weird stuff still they definitely need to iron out some of those animations i think No, yeah. they should leave them. <laughs> they should leave them how they are. <laughs> Just Abby swinging her ass everywhere and the werewolves yeah. having no fucking fur. You're okay with that? <laughs> I'm actually looking at pictures of the werewolves right now. Why? <laughs> to see if they have hair. They don't. <laughs> what does? They've never had. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who? Who does? Well, I don't know the name of the werewolf, Ollie. It's just like <laughs> in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any. They just kind of have. Oh, it might not be this because it's on. It's a Google image search that says the quarry and nine other must play werewolf video games. Yeah. <laughs> so it must be one of the nine oh, other yeah. ones. They just yeah. have like dog teeth and they're slimy and shit. Ew. Yeah. 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 Like those hairless cats. Yeah. Ew. I just saw one full on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him now too. It's weird. They look slimy. They're super slimy. Which makes sense because they exploded all their skin off. They explode their skin off and then they develop slippery, slippery skin. Yeah. I just had the thought that I kind of want to replay it. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I should play it again. You can replay certain chapters. You can, yeah, you can skip some of the boring parts. Oh yeah. Okay, that's smart. I, yeah, I mean, there's something to it. I still kind of yeah. want to play Until Dawn, but yeah. I also don't know why because my track record yeah. of these guys is like pretty bad and I should probably stop trying to make it work. But like, it's also a cool idea and like, I want this thing to exist and to be cool. I think I'm just more of an optimist and I see the parts that are fun and cool and I, I like, yeah, maybe I just dissociate during the bad parts. Um, (laughs) and I'm like yeah I don't know angry response instead of worried response sure yeah yeah. (laughs) you just become one with the game yeah (laughs) it's our mentally controlling with with my mind yeah Yeah. that'd be awesome (laughs) (laughs) that's the next generation of super massive games where you just like control it with your mind or eye tracking or some shit if yeah. we ever have yeah. to get chips in our brains, would you guys get them? No. No. Mm. 
I would. Oh, their cool ranch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you so gung ho to get this chip in your brain? What are you talking about? I just thought of this. You've you've talked about this before. You mean when I got my 5G shot? <laughs> yes, you asked me this exact same <laughs> hypothetical. You said, if they had to put chips in our brains, would you get one? I said, no, I would hold out forever. And you said, I'd get it. I think it's awesome because if you got chips in your brain, there'd be no missing people. Because all the humans would be chips. <laughs> okay. like, like cats, cats. and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so when we have like extreme panopticon and we're just like completely subjugated, you're like, phew, at least people don't Guess go missing anymore. That's we're all accounted for. Wadika's just spamming like me with brain messages of her location. It's like, share my location. And they're going to my like flip phone that I have to use because I don't have a brain chip. And I'm like, Monica, stop it. These are costing me money. Dude, these are like 10 yuan each because we have Chinese currency then. Right, right, right. I can't wait. (laughs) Monica, if I look at my my phone on the floor of the super Amazon warehouse, they're going to fire me, dude. Stop it. I've already used my one pee break for the week. (laughs) I can't text you back. I just can't. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like, but look you right could. You could because you wouldn't even have to type. No, or no, you wouldn't. I don't get have the chip. the chip. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, this future. You're emailing me these arguments. You're like, no, listen. <laughs> you need to get one. <laughs> what a bad decision. <laughs> me or you? <laughs> you obviously. Damn. <laughs> oh god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to watch Ghost Ship anytime I want. <laughs> It'd be like that yeah. episode of Black Mirror where they're like watching stuff on their eyes while they're having sex, except for you, yeah. it's just watching Ghost Ship while you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, didn't Black Mirror make a choose your own adventure movie? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How high are you? <laughs> Maybe that's the next episode. Say, we'll did, play did that. Did she fall asleep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's gone. I thought that's she's what gone. the was. Yeah, she's yeah, gone. Yeah. The moth, yeah. the moth, the like got her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. She's gone. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Next time we'll uh, we'll we'll watch the Black Mirror Choose Your Own Adventure movie. Bandersnatch. And, uh, God, oh, that's, so, it up. that's so funny. I can't deal with that. It sounds like a swear. <laughs> Bandersnatch. <laughs> Bandersnatch. Yeah. No, it's oh, actually it's a, that's a gross word. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Isn't it from it's from Alice in Wonderland? Oh yeah. Like the Jabberwockies or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And I know that because we did an episode of Turn It Off where we watched Alice in Wonderland and it's called Bandersnatch. The episode is, but every time I typed it, I wanted to type Bandercoot, like, like Crash Bandercoot. Crash Bandicoot. God. Bandercoot. Snatch. What kind of (laughs) show?
Okay, now she's now she's asleep. Now she's actually asleep. Yeah, now she's gone. <laughs> she's she's gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't get it out. Vanderkoot? Oh. <laughs> all I have to do is say it and it just keeps the combo it's going. It's so gross. <laughs> I didn't make up the words. Jeez. Oh god. <laughs> Fuck. Well... We should turn the AC back on. It's really hot in here. So any any final thoughts from anyone <laughs> on the quarry? Um Don't know who Lynn Shaley is. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll never know. Yeah, I, I, I still have some Stockholm syndrome. I will be playing whatever they put out next, uh guaranteed. <laughs> and uh yeah, I I'm ready to talk about it in two years or whatever when it happens. So yeah. Well, I guess here's the real question is, are you any closer to understanding why you like these games so much or has this just been totally unhelpful? Oh, um, yeah, no, I think I'm just going to accept it as a mystery of life for now <laughs> and just, you know, it's, it's my, go- it's my goblin with a sword, you know? Moment. Yeah. I don't know why it's just, it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, like so, I'm I'm brutally addicted to FromSoft games. You've got this weird thing for these games. We've all got our uh, peccadillos, as they say. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you used to exclusively play hidden object games and games where you're like cleaning out your grandma's apartment or some shit. Find key. Yeah. Find the dog skull. That's your thing. And I would be like, ancient fan. I'd be like, wow, these Dark Souls games are really funny. Like, whatever, nerd, as you're like playing a (laughs) hidden object game where it's like, like, get Miranda off the ship. Yeah. (laughs) Teresa Johnson was murdered on March 16th, 1995. I'm like, I'll figure this out. It's up to you to find her broken glasses, (laughs) as well as all of her pens and keys. Fuck you, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking freak. (laughs) Trying to shame me. (laughs) 